You're listening to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. The show that gives you leadership lessons and insights from the cutting edge of digital marketing. Hosted by Stephen J. Edelman. It's about to get deep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about first impressions. First impressions are absolutely golden. And you actually have five seconds to change your life. So we're actually hitting on two major themes today. The first one is going to be uh, a thought process shift for you that I think you're really going to like. So recently I was on Clubhouse and I heard a speech by Mel Robbins Um, And she talks about the five second rule, which is where you basically have five seconds to make smarter decisions and 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 really change the path and projection to help you be successful. And how this works is a very simple concept, but you literally count down in your head five, four, three, two, one, and then you take action. So, for example, your alarm goes off in the morning. You want to sleep in. You know, you have a second alarm set or in my case, four of them um, and you just don't want to get out of bed. You stop and you think to yourself, five, four, three, two, one, and you jump up. Um, somebody says something at work that frustrates you, and you have this impulse to just respond with with aggression and frustration um, or, or to interrupt because you think that you know what they're trying to say and you really want to get your point across. Five, four, three, two, one. It slows you down. It really makes you consider your pace and it really makes you more approachable, but it also gives you time to digest the information you've been given and make an appropriate decision. Um, A while back on one of my older episodes, I talked about a book called The Slight Edge Moment. Um, I might have just been called The Slight Edge, but the idea behind it are that there's these monster moments that literally are a fork in the road. And you can do one thing, which is the path of least resistance and is the easiest thing, but almost never leads to growth. Or you can do the hard thing. And recognizing those moments is what sets the successful people apart from those who typically fail or procrastinate. So taking that concept and combining it with Mel Robbins' five-second rule is a really, really easy way to um, identify those moments and really conscientiously make a decision to make important changes. Now, I personally uh, have ADD. I'm a big ADHD advocate. And one of the issues with that is that I'm very impulsive uh, in terms of of, of speaking quickly because my mind goes 10,000 miles an hour. And so I want to share that information and I suck at being concise. I plan to, and, and so also, you know, people are creatures of habit. One of my biggest issues is also that I fail to uh, provide um, concise information. I tend to go on forever. Um, I'm the man who never stops talking. So I'm going to be implementing this five, four, three, two, one uh, in my daily routine to try and help me uh, communicate better. So on to the second topic. I want to give you an idea. So so when you meet somebody, whether it's a business interaction, whether it's somebody who is a friend in a social engagement or a potential new friend, uh, it could be at a job interview, it could be um, a potential client, any interaction, people make, the studies have shown this, people make their first impression of you within less than half a second 
in many cases. And the crazy part about that is 93% of that impression comes from nonverbal communication. Are you smiling? That sort of thing. So I wanted to give some feedback. I was uh, recently watching a LinkedIn learning video and it talked about how to really make a powerful first impression. And I, I, I think I'm a, a pretty good speaker. I think I'm a pretty good, um, our tour. And so what I've learned is that engaging your audience is very helpful. Telling a story is very helpful. But what this kind of helped me do is figure, okay, you've got that five seconds to change your life, to change the course of entire like conversations. So applying what I'm about to teach you with this five, four, three, two, one rule, uh, it may really help change how you engage with people, how you interact and how you communicate, because it'll help you slow down a little bit. So the first thing about this is that you want to convey warmth uh, in any verbal pitch. So if somebody even says to you, you know, what do you do for a living? Well, we all kind of panic and think about it. It's like, well, I could tell them the technical aspect. I could tell them the commercial. It's, it's kind of like that meme where it's what my parents think I do, what my friends think I do, what my wife thinks I do, what I actually do, what I think I do, all those things. And so you kind of go through that in your head. Well, there's a much smaller three-step formula to coming up with the perfect elevator pitch. The first one is that you want to start with a theme and a story. You know, what do you want people to remember? You only have a few seconds to make a good impression. You need to hook them quickly. So what do you want people to remember? Think this through. So if you're going to introduce yourself and somebody says, okay, so what do you do for a living? Start out by really thinking about, you know, have this ready before you have this conversation, but think about a theme. So if your theme is that you help people solve problems using the internet, like I do, right? Then that's a theme. What triggered me that? What made me realize how important it is to make connections? So I'm a, I'm big into marketing. I'm, that's a deeper and more important thing to me than anything else is making human connections, right? So then maybe I'll tell a story about how, you know, when I was a young kid, 14, my grandfather jumped on the phone and I saw him talk with confidence and a smile on his face. Even though the other person couldn't see him, he had this smile on his face that you could just hear. And it made, he, he grabbed attention, he demanded it. And that, that was very powerful and helped me realize how much I enjoy helping people figure out how to communicate, especially over the internet. So the first tip is start with a theme and a story. The second thing is include um, vivid language be enthusiastic, declaration, uh, rhetorical question. So for example, you know, if I'm telling my story and say, you know, it sounds kind of crazy, doesn't it? That's a rhetorical question. But the reality is, I know it's not crazy, but having that thrown in there and planning it breaks up the pace of what I'm saying and also um, makes you sound more approachable, makes you sound more human. And authoritative statements are, that's how I knew I was destined for greatness. Or as Loki would say, that's how I knew I was uh, burdened with glorious purpose, that sort of thing. The third thing is consider your speed and your articulation. You need to stay warm, but also slow down. A lot of times we get so excited, and I am so guilty of this, so excited to share my ideas and my thoughts that I fly through things. I've been told many times that people think they should have had a notebook, wish they would have had a notebook. So maybe I should start every episode with a disclaimer that you should have a notebook on these podcasts. But my issue is I need to slow down. And that's where this five, four, three, two, one, that's where that might come in handy for me is because if I want to think about my next step, if I take just those few minutes and then take action, it eliminates all the other things, all the other things. Uh, messes all the other things that are going on it makes me just focus on one small thing so now 
the last part of this is, and this is a very short episode, but it's because I had some really good points I wanted to make and I've got this boom, boom, boom things I wanted to hit. So the last part of this, I mentioned earlier that 93% of communication is nonverbal. In other words, 93% isn't what you say or even how you say it. It's how you come across. So, you know, one of the first things any, any speech, uh, any speech professor will tell you is, is maintain eye contact. So you're looking in the room, you find three or four people and you just go one to the next to the next to the next, right? Well, when we're in a world where uh, a lot of things are on Zoom meetings and things like that, staring into the camera, even when it doesn't make sense when it's your every impulse to look away, stare into the camera, because on the other side of that camera, the person's seeing you and they, they, they are hearing you and it looks like you're looking into their eyes. So staring into the camera is a good thing. If you're in person, um, you never know which eye to look at. Well, studies show that if you look into their right eye, it's called the left eye bias. But if you look into their right eye, it see, you seem to come across as more genuine and enthusiastic. Um, also smile genuinely. Um, even over the phone, over these podcasts, a lot of times I throw in a smile because you can hear when I change. And if you really listen for it, you can tell the difference between when I'm smiling and when I'm not. It's so weird, but it's just the way that our voices articulate and the way that we come across warmly is changed by whether or not we're smiling while we're speaking. It's also a psychological hack that I've been testing. If you're in a lousy mood, smile for five minutes straight at nothing. Just keep smiling literally for five minutes. And by the end of it, you've got a chemical change in your body where you are in a better mood, whether you wanted to be or not. It's, a, it's like a little hack. So smiling is a big thing. And also when you smile and nod and you're keeping that eye contact, people feel like you're engaging them. Now don't make it fake. Don't make it, you know, this creepy joker smile, but keep a good smile. And the key, by the way, to telling a genuine smile versus a fake one is in the eyes. If you squint your eyes a little while you're smiling, it's real. I mean, take a look at family pictures. The ones where the photographer made your kids laugh and is where they're really smiling and you can see the, the wrinkle in their eye. The ones where they just smiled because they were told to, it never looks real. It never looks genuine. So smile. As far as your actual body posture, that tells a lot too. A good rule of thumb is to keep your chin level. If it's too high, you're conveying sense of pride and that's good. But if you have too much pride, then it comes across as you're cocky, whether you want to or not. If your chin is too low, then you're lacking confidence. So you want to make sure that your chin is level through most of the conversation and maybe tip your head once in a while if you really are taking in a good point. Um, also, using gestures, hand gestures, whether it's both hands or just one hand, but open-handed gestures to help emphasize points uh, convey that you are trustworthy. And in fact, if you have your palms face up and you open-handed gesture, that subconsciously tells somebody that you are, that they can trust you. Um, and then last but not least, lean in to show engagement. Now, don't get creepy about it, but lean in a little bit. When we want to hear more, we subconsciously, our body tells us to lean forward. You may not even realize you do it, but if you're disinterested, you lean back or you slouch, right? So sit up straight, but lean forward a little bit, whether it's virtual or in real life, and it shows engagement. And when you're an engaging and enticing person, you come across as more likable and people will want to do business with you. They People like people, humans like humans, as Gary Vee would say. So you know, the real kicker here is you want to make sure that you take the time to convey that you're a genuine, warm person and somebody that they can enjoy, somebody that they can trust. And whatever that interaction is, 
it's going to come across a lot better and a lot stronger, whether that's in a sales environment or a marketing environment or, you know, a networking event, or even if it's just meeting a new coworker, if you want to come across as approachable, or even when you're talking to your boss, you want to come across as approachable, don't slouch, don't look away. You know, if you have to break eye contact, then sit back for a second and really think about it. But all of these things come together to make you come across as a much more likable person. And people like working with people they like. And so if you're offering a genuine service or offering a genuine positive interaction, something beneficial, mutually beneficial, you'll find that this is that that becoming across as likable is the key to success. And that's all I've got for you, folks. Like I said, kind of a short episode, but thank you very much for tuning into the Deep Ripping Reality. Um, if you like this and you want more of it, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or check out um, check us out on social. It's at TDGR Podcast. I'm on all the social platforms uh, except for TikTok. Not as much. And it's, uh, you know, it's, I'm a, more of a Reels guy, but that's another story. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, dig deep, my friends.